We've got the team together with the opinion and selections. Let's get it started. RSN 927's Melbourne panel. Great to be with you on this Saturday morning. It's four minutes past eight, and what a team it is. The Melbourne Form panel, and they are ready to go to preview this card at Mooney Valley. We are racing on a heavy eight. Now, we had a chat to Tony Salisbury at the top of the show this morning. He reported that there wasn't too much rain overnight, but there's a little bit of rain around Melbourne this morning. So Tony will be joining Dan Malecki, Matty Stewart with the race day morning team just after 10 o'clock for another track update there. Um, and we'll see if this rain this morning has impacted that track before the first race. The highlights there are the car line stakes over the 1,000 metres for the sprinters, and the three-year-olds do battle in the Mackenzie Stakes. We might, might also get the thoughts from the team regarding the Group 1 up there in Sydney with uh, the Wing Stakes. And uh, let's welcome in the team, the skipper of the show for the Melbourne Form panel is the great Dean Lester. Dean, good morning to you, mate. Um, heavy eight at Mooney Valley. There's a few scratchings. What are you expecting? Yes, Gareth, uh, certainly uh, doing a lot of amendments this morning at 7.30, but uh, yeah, look, looking forward to the day. Uh, just rail out five, wet ground, I'll just have to watch the first few races and see. I've been playing it to, you know, horses being on pace, but the fields aren't that big now, so that might change it a bit as well. Hopefully Gator's in a good mood, because when he goes for his run and he comes back and there's a host of scratchings, it does upset him a little bit, but how are you this morning, Gator? Um, well, thanks for asking. The, uh, yeah, no, I think we can expect a few scratchings and a heavy eight. Uh, but, um, yeah, no, not as bad as I thought it would be, but uh, yeah, looking forward to the meeting. Warren Huntley, good morning to you, mate. And um, racing's a big family, and I know you spent a lot of time at Flemington and Wayne Hawks telling us this morning that Mike uh, Maroney lost his uh, father today. So our thoughts here at RSN 927 with the Maroney family. Absolutely, and uh, the Moroni family have been steeped in tradition in, in racing in New Zealand and a close family, so you know, brother Paul and, and Mike would be doing it very tough this morning and uh, and uh, the father still used to spend time around the stables in New Zealand right up until very late in his life. So um, yeah, a very close family, it would be a very tough time. And Nicole Thomas from the Tab joins us on this Saturday morning. Hello to you, Nicole. Who are they backing at Mooney Valley? Yeah, good morning. Well, they're backing a few here. There's plenty of uh, scratchings and deductions to talk about as well, but Little Miss Kuby keeps shortening up. That's in the first race. And Money for Lakeen, the favourite in race three. And Herman Hess was backed at a big price. That's race four. And in the Mackenzie Stakes, good money for Fajita San as well. The three-year-old fillies do battle to kick off proceedings over the 1,200 metres. So Session, the twos are scratching, along with the six, Hell, Hate, No Fury. And uh, what's the market doing now, Nicole, in the first? Well, Little Miss Kuby, the favourite number eight, has gone from $4.40 into $3.40, and that's after a 12-cent deduction's been taken out as well. Vavia, number one, it's a drifter out to the $4 quote. Miss Suddenly, number nine, there's money for this one as well, $8 into $5. Number seven, denied a drifter out to $5.50. Vagrant, number four, is an $11 chance. Do It La, number three, $13. Runaway Bell, number five, is 21 And Clarity, number 10, is also a $21 chance. But excellent money for the favourite here, Little Miss Kuby, and also Miss Suddenly as well. Cliff Brown says Little Miss Kuby's got plenty of ability, but he's uh, thinking that he'll learn a lot more this afternoon with uh, this filly that was really impressive on debut there at Moey. Um, Graham B gave Miss Supley a good push. And, geez, Michael Kent Jr. Dino was um, pretty positive with denied chances first up in this three-year-old filly's race. Yeah, I think they're some of the major players, Gareth, and none more so than Little Miss Kuby. I, I just loved her race sense on debut at Moey. She just travelled 
kindly through the ground, quickened up, uh, pricked an ear near the line, wasn't really pushed out late, and uh, I thought it was a very, uh, very good win. And just the way the race shapes up, probably Miss Sutherly leads, and she can probably sit outside her. And I think she'll be really hard to beat. I think the horse that'll be following her is Denied, and I thought Denied's most recent jump out was good. I think she's ready to go and uh, should land in a great spot. And I think uh, first up, she can run well. Varvia was home in the best sectionals virtually of the day uh, here first up. She ran really well. Challenge for her is to get into a good spot, but uh, you know, she's got good talent. She'll be strong late. The extra distance is certainly in her favour now. And uh, Miss Sutley, the first leader of the day, kicking away early. Uh, she, she can give a good side. I think she was a little bit flattered at Geelong by being down on the inside when it was a good day to be there, but this might be the same case here. She'll make her own luck. But uh, no, I think little Miss Kuby uh, will be very hard to beat and denied the main danger. 8719. Who are you with here, Gator? Yeah, same uh, same filly, little Miss Kuby. I liked the way she raced away on debut as well. I, I liked the ears prick thing. Um, if you're a fan of time, she went eight lengths, of, uh, eight lengths above class average. If you're a fan of form lines, uh, the runner-up in that race was beaten a near-identical margin by Vavia when they clashed back in March. Uh, so whichever angle you look at it, she, it's, I think she's there to run well. Vavia did jump out well before her good return. She rushed late on a day. Not many swooped. Close up in a Group 3 breeders, her one go at 1,200. And she's actually pretty well-weighted, isn't she? Set weight penalty. She's the 68 rater here. Miss Subtlety collared late on debut. Then brave second to Nanagui. Now, that's the girl that ran second in that same breed of stakes. So another form line that ties in nicely. And runaway Belle Vagrant, certainly in the game. I went 8195. Are you with his favourite as well, Warren? I'm not Gareth, but it wouldn't surprise me at all if she won. She trialled up nicely going into that debut victory. There was an element of expectation in that uh, in that win, and the boys have outlined how she seemed to cope with the ground, ran time, so there's no reason to think she won't progress up in grade. I don't think there's a filly in this race that hasn't got a bright future. I think it's a, a good field. I'd love what Varvia did first up at the 9.55, and... The challenge will be for, for Ollie to try and be in touch when they turn for home and hopefully he can find a, a part of the track where he can make some ground because she's going to love the step up to 1,200 metres. So slight leading one, Varvia, ahead of eight. Little Miss Cuby, who was very good winning on debut. Miss Sutley, as Dino outlined, looks the first leader. She'll give a sight right in the speed. That's what she's done in her two runs to date. And Graham Begg outlining, he doesn't expect anything different today. I thought five runaway bell of the horses resuming for another preparation has trialled up very nicely, as has denied, but just love the way runaway bell seems to be going. I included her, but this vagrant will be strong late. Denied's trialled up well and... The debutante, Clarity, strolled up nicely for Pat Carey. There's not a horse here you, you wouldn't be happy to be uh, having a share in. 1895. Dino selections in the first. He's with Little Miss Kuby to do it again over 7 1 and 9. Gator also with the Cliff Brown filly. 8 1 9 and 5. And Warren with Varvia. And James Cummings gave a very good push when I had a chat to him on RSN Central on Thursday. So 1 8 9 and 5 there for Warren. In at race number one, the three-year-olds do battle over the 1,500 metres in at race number two. And scratchings, Nicole Thomas, are clear here. 
The top three in the market have drifted here. Prasini March, the favourite, number seven, 320 out to 360. Number four, Castilian is out to 420 from an opening $3.40. Ilero, number six, is also a drift of 440 out to that 550 quote with money for Black Max, number five, 950 into 650. Number eight, final overture is $17 into $12. Michelotti, number one, is also shortening in from 19 into 13. Mr. Maestro, number two, 19 into the $14 quote. Zar Seed has drifted out to $15 and Virtuous Circle, number three, a $23 chance. So punters looking for a bit of value here. There's money for Black Max, number five, final overture, number eight. Michelotti and Mr. Maestro. How are you reading this race now, Gator, on a heavy eight? Uh, look, with some difficulty, but uh, we will tip Castilian, who sat handy when winning the maiden easily. They went back at Flemington, ran home strongly off an even tempo uh, behind a pretty smart one, I think, in Berkeley Square, who ran good time, you know, relative to the open class older horses on that day. I'd have to think 1500 will suit, and given the fact they're able to sit handy when winning said maiden, I don't think they need to be out the back here. Uh, Prasenia in March covered ground with the trail, crossed the line with Castilian at Flemington. That was start number two. They thrashed the fourth horse, Black Max, who's here as well, um, now draws in. So, look, I think it's the right form, and I think he's the danger. Uh, as seed went to 1300, Hillside beat Allbar, uh, another smart one in Boogie Dancer, who since won in Saturday grade. Now, Water Bomber was third. Now, that horse was thrashed by Castilian and co., but was wide. So, unfortunately, we didn't really get a great guide on that form line. And is Lero um, in the mix as well? Four seven nine six for me. What are they doing here with the speed, Matt Warren Huntley? Before your tips, before the second. Well, it's a bit problematic with Presenium Arch, who was on speed on debut, but then was ridden off speed and ran well. Second start, uh, Virtuous Circles drawn to her inside. You'd think she'd certainly begin quicker and, and cross him. So she may well settle a lot more forward than we saw last start out wider. There could be potential speed right out wide from Zaseed, Michelotti. Uh, at this distance range, even Black Max might be somewhere near there. Castilian was ridden with a sit last start. So I would think Presenia March is probably the key to it. If they go forward like they did on debut, she might be in a in a much more prominent position than she was last start. And I'm trusting that form line. And like the way Castilian won first run for the Paddy Payne stable, two starts back, and he was good behind Barclay Square. And I think that's a strong form reference. That race was controlled on speed by Craig Williams. Both Castilian and Presenia March did a good job to finish on strongly from back in the field. I'm leaning four ahead of seven. Three, Virtuous Circle. He's a, a horse who's got a good degree of talent. He might be looking for further, but I think a suitable kickoff point for him. He's trialled up nicely. He came here for a gallop and seemed to get round the track very well earlier in the week. He's got a nose roll on here. Another horse who, who came here for a gallop during the week, Final Overture. He's a debutant, so it's uh, you know, aggressive placement, so to speak, from, from the Brown team, but gee, he was terrific sitting out wide in a recent trial and, and then rallied and worked through the line. So, um, Debutant, 1,500 metres on heavy ground. He's got a bit against him, but, gee, I think he's trialled up well. Most of the others are, are certainly in the mix. There's not a horse here that's racing poorly. I went 4, 7, 3 and 8. And Blake Shin, Dino rides Presenia March, this favourite. It's just great to have Blake Shin back here riding in this country. It certainly is, and great for him to be uh, in Melbourne, uh, Gareth. And uh, he rides Presenia March, and I would think they'd have to take advantage of that draw if he begins cleanly, uh, per, uh, or she, if she begins cleanly presenting a march and I think uh, is somewhere in the mix but uh, I'm with uh, Castilian also, I thought he could really make a race of it with Barclay Square last time out and he ran very well and I think Barclay Square is obviously well above average, 
I think the one that's over the odds is Mr Maestro. Uh, I think his run at Sandown was adequate over a trip that didn't suit. Uh, ran home in good closing sectionals for a horse looking for a lot further. And uh, he just comes through champagne stakes that uh, Murray Baker has used in the past and Andrew Forsman is now using uh, and ran third there in that listed race uh, back in April. So it's often a good guide to the horses that they're going to bring to Melbourne for the longer distance races, that race. And Mr Maestro is the, the one this year that they've settled on for that race. Uh, and he comes here with that one run under his belt. I think Final Overture's trial was outstanding. And uh, as Warren said, he came here for experience on Tuesday. So they've given him a good grounding with trials and then the gallop here. Wouldn't be surprised if he ran really well on Debu and Brissetti March, who did run very well at Flemington. The tactics will be interesting, but as I said, I think I'll take advantage of the draw. But I'm with Castilian, 4, 2, 8 and 7. So Dino is with uh, the Patrick Payne trained three-year-old Castilian, 4, 2, 8 and 7. So is Gator, 4, 7, 9 and 6 for Gator in the second. And Warren's also with Castilian, so 4, 7, 3 and 8 in race number 2 for Warren Huntley. It's 8.17. This is the Melbourne Form Panel as we preview Mooney Valley. We'll take a break and we'll come back and have a look at the third race, the Open Handicap over the 1,500 metres. Opinion and selections for today's Melbourne Racing. RSN 927's Saturday Panel. Welcome back. It's 20 minutes past eight. Gareth Aldean, Lester, Warren Huntley, David Gately, Nicole Thomas with you on this Saturday morning as we preview Mooney Valley. But straight after 10 o'clock, the race day mornings team of Matty Stewart and Dan Malecki, hopefully we'll be catching up with Edward Cummings. The big news this morning is the Caulfield Cup favourite, Juaz, was scratched from the wing stakes following a workout um, this morning where she recorded an irregular heartbeat. Now, the best-case scenario, according to the team, is that the heartbeat returns back to normal within 24 hours. And if that happens, she'll be nominated for the Memsey Stakes here at Caulfield on the 27th of August. So that's the story with the Caulfield Cup favourite, Joaz, that was scratched this morning from uh, the Wink Stakes. Let's have a look at the third race here at Mooney Valley. It's over the 1,500 metres. There's a few scratchings. The two Romancer comes out, the four Biometric, five Desert Icon, and uh, it's the last of the scratchings there. Nicole Thomas, what price Lakeen now? Lakeen's a $2.70 chance in this market. It's number three. It actually came in from $3.15 into $2.70. If you take into account that $0.15 cent deduction, Forgot You number one is out to $4.60 on the drift. Number nine, Free to Move. There's some money here, $8 into $6. Number eight, Shot of Irish has also been specced, $10 into $8. Pro Consent number six is also an $8 chance. Russo, uh, number seven is $10. Cyclone Sally number 10 is 17 And Kiss Me If You Can number 11, a $21 chance. So money for the favourite, Lakeen also a bit of money for free to move and shot of Irish as well. And Warren Huntley, I guess we'll just keep an eye on the weather with Forgot You, who doesn't want it too heavy resuming, according to Natalie Young. Well, we're at the heavy eight at the moment, and yep. it doesn't look like there's enough rain to, to bring about a change in that track condition. So they did have up until 7.30 to scratch. So you would think that he's uh, he's going to run, and he looks to be going well. He's not a big horse, and he's up there with 58, taking on some older horses here. I was a bit concerned about Lackeen handling the track conditions at Mooney Valley last start, but he seemed to handle the soft six there well. Obviously a different dimension today, but as Wayne Hawkes outlined, different tracks, different heavy ratings, and he seemed to get round the valley well, courtesy of a, a terrific ride from Craig Williams, and he might have a lovely stalk 
looking role here with, with Cyclone Sally. Perhaps shot of Irish, although there's a few gear changes here with the Paddy Payne stable. Kiss me if you can, probably rolling forward. He might just end up in a dominant position again, Craig Williams. I'm going to go with three, Lakeen again. Ahead of seven, Russo. He's not a noted first up runner, but his jump outs have been terrific. He worked well here at the Valley on Tuesday morning, and he handles soft ground well enough. Uh, I think he's a also, you know, a winner on heavy ground. So there's no problem with the track conditions. And he just looks to be nice and sharp. Jamie Carr aboard's a positive nine, free to move, handles rain-affected ground. Well, I think there's more depth to this race, but seems to be going really well. And forgot you, it's the touch of class, but first up 1,500 metres on, on taxing ground with that weight. He, he might benefit from the run, but wouldn't shock me if he won. Three seven nine one. It could be a trap for the Saturday punters from time to time, Warren. When you look into the form guide and there's the heavy form and they might have a good record on a heavy track or they might have a poor record on a heavy track but as you just pointed out and Wayne made that good point today you sort of need a, a heavy eight Mooney Valley their record on a, on a track like that compared to say Flemington or Rose Hill and Randwick it can as you pointed out it can change can't it it can and we're only the second meeting back since a, a renovation I'm sure the team at Mooney Valley would have preferred finer weather to just allow a little bit more root growth or we're not getting a lot at this time of the year anyway but it's probably not ideal going into the second meeting post the renovation being on this ground but they're not big field sizes but there was a decent set of gallops there on Tuesday morning out wide on the track so with the rail out five and that that spot where there might be some wear and tear out wider that section of the track between the, the five metres and perhaps out to, to 10 or 11 or so might be the preferred ground. What's your speed map here, Dino, and then your tips for the third? Yeah, Gareth, I think uh, the speed's quite uh, genuine here for not a big field, but Cyclone Sally really likes to roll along and thought she'd be first to the rail, but uh, kiss me if you can, Lakeen shot of Irish mightn't be that far away. Uh, as Warren mentioned, I think Russo's going really well. Uh, he's got a good valley profile and his trials have been ter- tremendous in recent weeks. Handles the wet. I just thought he might be the best value of the day, and uh, still eight runners, so we can back him each way. Lakeen is going to have a good advantage on him in running at some stage, so he's the obvious danger. Number three, uh, one, forgot you. Don't think barrier one's absolutely uh, an asset for him, but uh, uh, he's three from three at the Valley, and he looks to be going along nicely, and eight shot of Irish Lisa, he's sort of conditions now with Patrick Payne resuming might be next best but yeah I thought Rousseau pre- represented a bit of value 7, 3, 1 and 8 And Gator what are you doing in the third? Yeah look I think there are genuine uh, queries around um, all of my top four here so uh, there's not a lot of confidence in the race I uh, kept coming back to Forgot You who did hit the line hard three lengths off pinstripe to fresh last time and it's probably good enough um, I thought he jumped out well in a strong heat uh, like the fact that he, he races well here, and if you delete his Group One races, uh, races, his record's terrific. So uh, anyway, I kept coming back to him despite the 58, despite the heavy eight, and the fact he's first up. Lakeen, positive ride here last time, broke away, won easily, beat an inform horse, and that was on a soft six. Back 100 metres is okay. Uh, the knocks are up in the weights on a heavy track. Shot of Irish resumes, quiet trial, first run for, for Paddy Payne. He's a good fresh horse, he likes wet, we know that. He ran really well in a Group 2 fan here, uh, remember, so I think he can certainly win the race. And Pro Consent uh, wasn't far off Lakeen two runs ago and had a bit against him, now makes him five kilos better, so if you're a fan of relative weights, um, he's in the game as well. Uh, doesn't end there at all. Uh, one, three, eight, six.
So Dino with the seven Russo, seven, three, one and eight. Gator with Forgot You, one, three, eight and six. And Warren Huntley with Lakeen, the three, over the seven, nine and one in the third. Race four, benchmark 78 over the 2,500 metres. Scratch the three, Impulsa. The six, Farago. The ten, Swelter Magic. Are the scratchings here, Nicole? Yeah, we do have a deduction here of 26 cents. And after that, the top three in the market have actually drifted. Duke of Hastings, number eight, $3.90. Mimi's Award, number seven, $4.40. And number five, is out to $5. Herman Hess has been really well backed in this market, number one. Even after those deductions, $14 into $6.50, we bet. Number nine, Royal Crown, $8.50. Saracen Knight, number two, an $11 chance. The Moonlight Gambler, number 11, $15 into 13 Pure Deal, number four, 19 into the $14 quote. And also Tamarack there, number 12 at the $101 quote. Uh, but the money is for Herman Hess. It's been really well back, number one. Are you with Herman Hess? Uh, Dino, with the punters, as Nicole pointed out, it's probably been the best backed here. No, I'm not, Gareth. Uh, he's he's probably got a chance. It's that sort of race um, with a variety of form lines uh, and he's had that uh, what, you know, recent trial to, to tune him up and uh, he, he's going okay. Uh, he needs another win on the board. But uh, I'm going with Duca Hastings. I just think he's a lightly raced stayer on the up. Uh, this is harder, and he's a month between runs, but he handles the wet. He'll get a good run, and uh, probably uh, Simon Zara saw this race in the calendar as, you know, for good money and uh, you know, at a relatively low benchmark. I think he's pretty well suited. Uh, there'll be some, I think, significant form turnarounds from uh, the, the race here three weeks ago, and Ridge is one of those. He was three wide and working all the way, and then he, you know, the, the group went early, and he battled on quite well, but uh, he had such a tough run, he can improve sharply. The Moonlight Gambler in the same race began well, got into a good spot, and just kept getting shuffled out of the race, and uh, the race passed him by. He could improve sharply. Daniel Stackhouse is riding really well at the moment, and uh, he'll give him a good ride. What a pure deal. He's in career-best form, and he just grinds away. He's a perfect... Damien Oliver Horsehill will just keep him going and uh, he's got a bit of weight relief on his recent runs. But not a lot would surprise, Tamarack would, but uh, the rest are a pretty uh, even bunch. Uh, eight, five, eleven and four. Who will be the best day here, Gator? Um, well, I'm going to tip Duke of Hastings, so hopefully it's him. He probably should have won last time. Uh, better for his first go at the staying trip as well. Look, he did have 58 against the three-year-olds, but his race rated pretty similar to that one of Farago contested the same day at Caulfield. I know Farago's a scratching, which obviously helps him. He did come off a stronger speed, though. Mimi's award, going really well. Went back last time, covered ground um, in that Farago race. The, uh, the query is, she's been up quite a while now. Herman Hess, never easy with that sort of weight, but he was gallant at Cranmer since tried well. And Radio was a forgive run when beaten favourite in the Farago race. They must have a case as well. I went eight, seven, one, and five. And Warren, what are you doing here in the fourth? I'm with the Duke of Hastings. Also, I think, despite the fact he's taking on some some more season and older gallopers than he he did last time, he's going really well. He's got a bit of upside as a stayer. He handles the ground. Uh, you know, Simon Zara no doubt would have you know been able to keep the work up to him, but between runs to to compensate for that gap, and we're not we're seeing that not as much of a, a factor in modern training methods as it perhaps was many years ago. I'm with him, number eight, ahead of seven, Mimi's Award. She's fit, she's consistent, she's racing well. She doesn't need that next win, but uh, she gets around quite well. 
11. I agree with Dino. The race just passed him by. He was back sort of cluttered up near the inside and uh, Craig Williams was riding in uh, right in the zone on that day and he just took Farrago away at a time where the race was uh, was put to bed very quickly. And Herman Hess getting fitter is in the mix as is Rujar. 8, 7, 11 and 1. Dino selections in race 4, 8, 5, 11 and 4. Gator with the 8 as well. 8, 7, 1 and 5. And uh, Warren with uh, the 8 Duke of Hastings. So 8, 7, 11 and 1. So the team with the Simon Zara train galloper with Harry Coffey aboard Duke of Hastings in the 4th. It's 8.31. This is the Melbourne Form panel previewing Mooney Valley on this Saturday morning. It's great to be with you. We'll take a break. And on the other side of it, we'll take a look at the feature three-year-old race. RSN 927's Saturday panel. And we're racing on a heavy eight at the moment at the Valley. Rails out five metres. And uh, the McKenzie stakes for the three-year-olds at listed level is one of the features there at the Valley. You can scratch the three crosswinds. Latvian the six also comes out along with the seven Manhattan Thunder. And for Suto, the tens are scratching here. Nicole Thomas, um, what's the market doing? Yeah, that's a 22 cent deduction. So I've taken that into account with Fujita San, the favourite number five. We did open 240 if you take that deduction in and into 220. So it's still been the best back runner in the race. Let's roll the dice. Number one is $4.80 chance next. El Padrino, number two, has come in slightly to $6. Chester Warrior, number nine, a $7 chance. And Chalamet, number four, also $7. Both pretty solid. And number eight, Fast Witness, $10. But at this stage, Fujita San, the favourite, is the best backed. He's also the equal favourite for the Caulfield Guineas, Gator. Vegeta Sansa, how good is he? Um, look, I think he's well above average, but uh, still early days, isn't it? Um, he obviously resumes he was off the speed in a Sydney trial. Nice work to the line, then jumped out well at Flemington. He just missed a really promising one in Zambagini at debut. They gapped the third horse, and easy work at Lakeside. Ran the time to say he's, um, yeah, he's sort of listed class, and that's uh, the ratings band of this race. Let's roll the dice. Regimes, I really like his jump out as well. He thrashed a key rival here in Shellerman on debut, then won a size. Uh, he obviously doesn't want any mad leader bias, does he? Because he's not going to be up, you know, sharing the uh, the lead. El Progeno, on the other hand, will probably be on, on speed. Um, very genuine, handles the ground well, and another one who's tried well. And Shellerman chased a smart one in slick time. Uh, of course, he ran second narrowly in the vein stakes. Sharp jumped to 1,200. It does have a weight advantage on Let's Roll the Dice as well. So, yeah, must have a case. I went 5 one, two, four. What's your speed map before your tips in the McKenzie Stakes, Warren Huntley? I would have thought Chester Warrior holds a spot from, from the inside to his outside. Fujita San probably doesn't have to be too far away, although he hasn't been tested in his trials and jump outs, but we've seen tactical speed on race day. Shalaman, so the top three barriers or the inside three barriers have a degree of speed. I would have thought let's roll the dice probably settles last. El Padrino might even just be able to tuck in behind that speed and, and fast witness not too sure what they do from that outside draw because there's probably a few with similar speed profiles drawn drawn inside but small field they'll probably find their spots and I'm just hoping Damien Lane can be within striking distance on, on let's roll the dice. He carries a penalty for that win in the size with 58.5 kilos but he just looks a, a really reliable, promising style of horse. And you know, Danny O'Brien describing he is very straightforward. So as a colt, he's not hard to, to deal with. He's jumped out nicely. 
he's probably going to have to come from last. But if he can build into the race and, and build momentum at the right time, I think he's got a terrific chance. One, at a five for Gita Sun, who may well just sit somewhere near the speed, prove too good, handle the ground and, and justify that, that level of favouritism that he holds in, in futures markets for the Caulfield Guineas. But El Padrino's trialled up very nicely also. He's handled rain-affected ground under race day pressure well enough, particularly at Cranburn on debut. He was good down here going in our direction and Shalaman chased a very smart one last time in Alpha 1. That form held up well with gear kick in the vein stakes. It's a terrific race, as it should be, on 1, 5, 2 and 4. How do you rate these three-year-olds this year in the Mackenzie Dino? Yeah, well, it's a good starting point for them, Gareth, and uh, you know, I think for Gita Sands, going to be very high up uh, come uh, Guinea's time and, and beyond, and uh, he's a, a good chance. I think he's a bit short here, because his you know, main goals will be further down the track. I think El is the one that's most likely to be closer to you know, our main target because he's, uh, yeah, he's a sprinting sort of three-year-old. He's ready to go. He's trialled up well. Uh, he handles wet ground, so I've got a slight leaning to him, but I've got good respect for Vegeta San. As I said, I think he'll measure up to the A-grade. Uh, let's roll the dice. He's already proven to be in that sort of mix, having won a size and placed in a uh, Group 1 in Sydney, so he can run well. And Fast Witness was an uninspiring win to the eye, winning a maiden at Cranbourne at very short odds, but straight after the race, Lucy Yeoman said, this horse needs blinkers. The Ma Eustace stable have applied them. He might just really improve sharply and be next best. But uh, I think uh, for today, El Padrino might be the right horse, but really interested to watch the race. Two, five, one and eight. So Dino with Jamie Carr and the Ma and Eustace camp with El Padrino. He's a $6 hope there with the tab. Two, five, one and eight. Gator with Team Hawks as Galloper Fajita Sant. Who's into 220 now? So 5, 1, 2, and 4. And let's roll the dice. The tip there from Warren Huntley, the 1 from the 5, 2, and 4. Race 6 is the first leg of the ladder quaddy at the valley. It's over the 1600 metres. It's a benchmark 78. Scratchings, uh, the 11 Amiki comes out, the 13 Night Passage, and the, the 14 Takumi here, Nicole. Mayfair Spirit, the favourite, number six. A $4 chance did drift originally to four twenty. back into that $4 quote. Do you reckon number two's next in the market and has had some support? Seven fifty into six fifty. Number 12, it's true as a drifter. Six fifty out to the $8 quote. Number five, Dirty Deeds. It's come in slightly, eight fifty into $8. Number three, Global Gift has also been spec $10 into the eight fifty. Number one, Zoltan is $9.50. Neroni is also a nine fifty chance, number seven. Number 10, Seb Song, $15. Eight Heavenly Empress, 16 Mark of the Man number nine is also a $16 chance. And Huntley Castle number four is $26. Uh, so the favourite solid, Mayfair Spirit, no push away at this stage, but there is some money for a couple of others. Do you reckon number two and Global give the best of them? And Warren, do you have, do you reckon, stepping up to the mile out in front and um, playing catch me if you can here? Well, I think there's speed both inside and out, Gareth. Global Gift was ridden positively to, to win last start. So you'd think he'll roll forward from an inside drawer and, and out wider the predominant speed seems to be, do you reckon he'll come across? So I think they'll settle one too and, and they'll probably make sure that the race is run at a, at a reasonable tempo. So your global gift and do you reckon look the most likely on speed runners. To me, Zoltan from a wider draw probably doesn't have to be too far away with that three kilo claim. Going to go with Mayfair Spirit, who's fitter for a couple of runs back, didn't have any luck first up and then, was a bit wayward, but still good to the line last start. Came here for a gallop, looked to get round the track quite well Tuesday. Jamie Carr sticking, getting to know the horse as a, as a positive. 
six ahead of five Dirty Deeds, who, who comes through the, the same form line and has had a run since behind Lyrical Lad. And I don't think the way that race shaped up suited Dirty Deeds. And with the speed we've outlined, particularly Do You Reckon and Global Gift, I don't think Dirty Deeds will be doing the bullocking work today. So he'll get a chance to blend into the race. Three Global Gift will give a sight riding the speed. And I thought number 10, Seb Song, might appreciate what looks like a reasonable speed, 1,600 metres, rain-affected ground, and, and be strong late. Six, five, three, and 10. What are you doing here, Dino? Uh, Low-confidence race, Gareth, uh, but putting five in the first leg of the quaddy. And, but Mayfair Spirit's the starting point. Uh, unlucky first up, Bramwell second up. He's close to a win, just needs that next win on the board, but uh, he, he does look well-placed. I thought Global Gift ran, uh, was a good win last start. He's been fresh and aimed at this race. Uh, he'll be right in the firing line. I think he's probably in the first three pretty comfortably and runs well. Uh, I'm giving chances, though. One of big odds here, Huntley Castle. His form looks very uninspiring, but he's been back to the trials. He was out very wide on the track from the 2,000-metre start when they trialled at uh, Flemington recently, and I thought he was asked for an effort on the bend, and he really quickened down well and then was eased down. I think he's got, that was a, a good trial, and the fact that the, uh, the Hayes boys have scratched a few today, but they've left him in. He's one of them that they've left in. Uh, I'm certainly putting him in the quality of the price. And two, do you reckon, who's the other on-pace runner? Dirty Deeds certainly goes in the quality. He won't be... I couldn't imagine he'd be leading today, and uh, he can improve sharply. Uh, six, three, four, and two. And who wins the first league of the quality for you here, Gator? Well, yeah, hopefully it's Mayfair Spirit. He was obviously luckless first up. <coughs> they just stayed at 1,400 second up. He didn't quick and slowly run race, but uh, he's the best closer in that race. Now gets to the mile. I think it's settled closer. It's true. I can forgive the last run. The jockey said the action wasn't right. I thought the Flemington win was good. It was left in front a long way from home. Zoltan and do you reckon are two that go forward, and they go in. Six, twelve, one, two. So Dino's with the six from the three, four, and two. So is Gator, six, twelve, one, and two. And Mayfair's spirit the tip for Warren as well. Six, five, three, and 10. Let's have a look at race 7. This is an open handicap over the 2,000 metres. Gold Trip had a temperature last night or his bloods weren't quite right. So the Mara and Eustace camp have taken out this former European galloper. So he's out. Intrepidation doesn't go around as well. The stable mate, the 3, scratched the 7 Mahiko Heights. 8 team captain. It's too wet for Adelaide Ace, the 9, and the 11 Borner Kings also are scratching here, Nicole. That means we have a 48 cent deduction, quite a big one here. And Mankayan number two, still after that, has been back 260 into about $2.40. Uh, Blue Cup number 12 is a slight drifter, $3.30. And Pre to Turn number 10, another one that, even if you include the deduction, has still been about $7 into $5. Smoke and Romans number four, pretty solid at the $6.50. Quote Irish Flame number six, $8.50 and solid. And number five, their good fight is a $34 chance. So Mankayan, the favourite, is one of the best supported runners, but good money for Pre to Turn number 10 as well. Dave Eustace made Mankane the, the stable's best for the day around the country here. Dino, what are your thoughts here in race 7? Yeah, so Gareth, my uh, top four are all scratch, so uh, <laughs> Mankane's uh, uh, I was pretty keen on uh, interpretation, but I'm glad he's scratching because he's, he's waiting for another day, but uh, Mankane does look well placed here. He's in great form and uh, I think uh, he's, he's the one to beat. Irish Flame is just about ready to, to fire. I think his last run was good. Uh, can use barrier one here. He likes the valley. He likes 2040 Ballarat Cup winner in the past. Uh, Blue Cup, spoken about him before. He's his own worst enemy. If he gets it right on the day, he can win. He's a, 
definitely talent. He overraces, does things wrong, and still nearly wins. So he's got the big weight drop from last time and predetermined. I just thought he might just need one more run, but it was a good, encouraging first up run. He gets the weight relief and he gets uh, a very much in form, Craig Williams. But I think uh, Mankayan's uh, the one to beat, 2, 6, 12 and 10. What are you doing here now, Gator? Uh, look, I'm, I've just lent to, to Blue Cup. It was the well-backed favourite in that 2,000 metres second up. But wide, no colour facing that strong headwind. Forgive. Pip last time with the big weight. Gets back down in the weight. And um, should be able to go forward slot in here now. Mankane, strong winner second up, then beat home Blue Cup. Nailed by he's a shocker. It's all the right form. And was five weeks between runs that last run as well. Predetermined, I think measures up well here. Obviously one and Alistair Clark this track and trip. And we're left with Smoke and Roman uh, next now. 12, 2, 10 and 4. Warren Huntley, who wins the seventh. Well, I'm with Mankane now, Gareth. It can be fraught with danger, you know, making your, your best better horse who you wouldn't have had on top prior to a, a key scratching or two. But I think the race just sets up very nicely for him now. He'll handle the ground. He's fit. He's uh, going to get a, a good run with Ben Mallam aboard. And uh, I'm with him. Mankayan, two ahead of four. Smoke and Romans, who'll strip fitter. He'll handle the ground. He might improve with the, the run. But gee, I loved his trial going into this preparation. I think he's come back well. He likes the valley. Six, Irish Flame getting fitter, third up, definitely comfortable in the ground. As Dino outlined, a Ballarat Cup winner from an inside draw might be able to at least hold a spot in a small field. And I'll put Peter Turn in as next best. I just want to see Blue Cup in the mounting yard and want to see him do it during the run. But I do know he's got the talent, but he's a little bit of a frustration. Two, four, six and ten. And Warren, your line just broke up a little bit um, when you were talking about race five. I had one, five, two and four for your numbers. Are they right? Race five, Gareth, my numbers were one, five, two, and four. That is correct. There you go. A few SMSs coming through. So one, five, two, and four for Warren in race five. Dino in race seven. He likes two, six, 12, and 10. He's with Mankane. Gators with Blue Cup, the 12, 12, two, 10, and four. And Warren, his best of the day is Mankane now with the scratching. So two, four, six, and 10 for Warren. We'll take a break. Race eight is one of the features. It's the Carline Stake. Opinion and selections for today's Melbourne race. RSN 927's Saturday panel. Let's take a look at the car line today. It's over the 1,000 metres. Few scratchings because of this heavy eight track. Put a line through the one Oxley Road. Two generations. Six tequila time. Seven Yulong Command. Nine showmanship who heads up to Sydney. The 12 bless her. And the 13 the move Nicole Thomas. So what's the market doing here? Yeah, that's a 33 cent deduction. And after that, extremely lucky number four has been pretty solid in the market around that $2 quote, but some very good recent support for the second favourite here, Bella Nipotina, number five. It's actually been $4.40 into $3.80 and shortened up this morning. Estella Roca, number 11, is a six fifty chance. It's come in slightly. Lever, number 10, is a $10 chance. Number three, Rock and Horse, 11. And Mossman Gorge, number eight, is $14. But Bella Nipotina seems to be the best back at this stage. And how good's extremely lucky. It's a $2 favourite in this listed race here. Gator. Oh, I think he's very good. I don't think you can run those last 600 times if you're no good. Um, and what a terrific return win from an impossible position, inverted commas. What's worth noting, I think, um, was when Jamie Carr rode him two starts together, able to settle within striking distance, you know, for him. And he just bolted in. Didn't beat a lot, but um, won like a good horse. I kept looking for one to beat him, but kept coming back to him. Bella Nepotina looks the most obvious danger. Sailed by Star Patrol in a jump out. Looks terrific. Lame when beaten three and a half in a group one Oakley plate. Fresh last time in. 
handles the ground. She's a 107 rater. She's well suited to weights penalty. Rock and Horse resumes. Not sure about a thousand. They're not sure very wet. There's a new market winner, and he too tried well chasing Yulon Command. And Esther the Rock is simply not as good as these, but it's probably advantage her at a thousand over a few of the others. So she's in my quaddy four five three and eleven. Warren Huntley, do you have Esther LaRocca out in front here? I think she probably holds the inside. She's a, a bit of a free spirit, isn't she? And Maliva drawn to her outside, the inside two barriers. They probably look like they'll settle one, two. Can't necessarily see anything drawn out wider, wanting to, to apply pressure. And Esther LaRocca will jump and run, and that might just give a nice little trail for Maliva. So I think they look the most likely one, two in the run. I'm leaning Bella Nipatina. I don't think she could have trialled any better going into this preparation. And she's had the experience at our elite level. She hasn't won at the elite level yet, but she's been uh, punching around against our elite sprinters for a, a season or two now and definitely holding her own, looks to be coming to hand well. So I'm leaning five ahead of four, extremely lucky, who may well make that progression, this preparation, to be one of our elite sprinters. What he's doing on the clock and, and visually is just exciting. And, uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing him at the track, and I'm also looking forward to, to seeing how he performs on race day, but no reason to think he won't be storming home. Esther LaRocca will be riding the speed, should be uh, the one that they're all trying to get past, and for that reason, I thought back to a 1,000 metres from a favourable draw, Maliva might be a trifecta first four player in the small field also. 5, 4, 11 and 10. Geez, so uh, Will Clark, and with his strike rate, he can train, Dino. He certainly can, Gareth, and he's got a good horse to train here, and extremely lucky. Um, he... I was a bit like Gator, I was wanting to find something to oppose him and originally I thought big field, get back, first time around the valley. When you look at his five runs, he's raced four times at Morpherville, beautiful big track, and the other time Murray Bridge, which is an, a beautiful big track. So this is a different dynamic for him, but if you're going to have a go at the valley first go uh, for a horse like him, it's uh, in their field of six uh, where he's probably got something like Bella Nipotina to cart him up or, as Gator said, he might settle that little bit closer. Uh, he's... I just think he'll be um, too dynamic late. As Warren said, Bella Nipotina couldn't trial any better. Her winning distances are 11 and 1,200, but this mightn't be a genuinely run 1,000. And for that reason, I'm putting Esther LaRocca in the quaddy because she might just get a real soda in front and kick off the bend. And we heard earlier um, about the track, but uh, it's a bit wetter around the bend and then a bit drier in the straight. She might just kick off that bend, get on a bit better ground and kick for home and give a good sight. So I'll be putting all three in the quaddy, uh, but I, I am with uh, extremely lucky. Four from five and 11, 10 Maliva next best. Four, five, 11, 10. So that's Dino's numbers there in the Carline Stakes. Four, five, 11 and 10. So he's with extremely lucky, this exciting young sprinter from South Australia. So is Gator. Four, five, three and 11 for Gator. And Warren is with Bella Nipotina. Um, at 5, 4, 11 and 10 there for Warren Huntley. Race number 9, benchmark 84 over the 1,200 metres. Scratch the 4, he's the real deal. And uh, he is the only scratching here, Nicole Thomas. Yeah, no deductions in this race. So the garden is the favourite. It's three seventy in from four dollars twenty. So good support for the favourite. Number eleven six by sixty three is five dollars. Number ten Chartres seven dollars and been uh, out from six dollars fifty. Number five Sessions Road eleven dollars into the nine fifty quote. Sacred Palace number two out to eleven dollars. Exeter number three is an eleven dollar chance as well. Number nine Zakat is solid the eleven dollar quote. Bell CL number twelve eighteen dollars. Thirteen Sam's Image a nineteen dollar chance. Algonon number seven is also 
$19, along with River Tway, number one. And Pythagoras, number eight, is $151. So good money for the garden, the favourite, number six, but also decent support for Sessions Road, number five. Nicole Thomas, do you have a best bet for us as we say goodbye? Oh, I like two today. Little Miss Kubi, I thought, couldn't have been any more impressive. And Lakeen in race three as well. I think it can win again. So fingers crossed for those two bets. Good on you, Nicole. Enjoy your day. Thanks very much. You too. There's Nicole Thomas there. Warren Huntley, who wins the last race? I'm leaning to six by 63. We probably want to keep an eye on the pattern by this stage of the day. But he was terrific closing off behind... Verenskova last start, he was dominant winning the start before and, and things didn't work out first up this preparation. He's a talented galloper, I think this is a good grade of race for him and uh, if he has any luck from the inside draw, I, I think he's worth a speck each way for me. 11 ahead of 9, Zakat, I think he's trialled up very nicely for the new stable, the Jennings stable. There's been some real intent, particularly in the recent jump out. The synthetic hoof filler comes off, the winkers come off from a good draw, I'd expect him to be in a forward position. Ten Chartres might be the best horse to come out of the race long term. He's trialled up quite nicely against some talented opposition. And six, the garden looks to be jumping out okay. He's a horse also with a bit of upside. 11, 9, 10 and 6. Who wins the last, Dino? And your speed map there, if that's all right. Uh, Gareth, I like uh, 6 by 63. Um, I'm hoping the inside holds together uh, by this stage of the day, but... I think the speed will be quite generous. Uh, Algernon, uh, Zakat have drawn three and four. The Garden won't be far away. Exeter, when he gets to the Valley, likes to try and put himself right on the speed. Uh, so I think you know, they're the main and River Twain, Sam's image. So I'm hoping Billy can just sneak up the inside there. He'll just need a bit of luck at a crucial stage. But uh, he's dropping in weight. He gets a senior rider. He gets wet ground, which he likes. I think he's really well suited. Uh, the Garden, he's a pretty reliable horse, this sort of grade. First up, he was given a, a good hit out late in the trial at Penshurst. As Warren mentioned with Zakat, number nine, uh, he was ridden with real intent in the most recent jump out at Flemington and uh, trialled well. And Chartres, uh, I think he'll be better over further, obviously, but it's a good kick-off point. And if they go overdo the speed up front, he's the sort of horse that could run right over the top of them. But I'm pretty keen on 6 by 63 11, 6, 9 and 10. Who wins the last with you, Gator? Um, leaning with the 10, Chartres, who jumped out well enough. It's pretty strong heat. Crossed the line with Generation, fresh up last time in, and ran really well. And then in the worst spot, Bendigo Guineas. A terrific win after that. Likes it wet. New season four-year-old with 55 and a half in a benchmark 84 is likeable. The Garden resumes. Worst career run is fourth. All his fresh form's good. He's only been beaten once on a wet track. Sessions Road, 6 by 63, certainly. Exeter heads the stack of others. Can improve sharply. Uh, here as well. So 11, 6, 5, hang on, 10, 6, 5, 11. So 10, 6, 5, 11 for Gator, 11, 6, 9 and 10 for third and fourth for you, Dino, there? Uh, yes, yes, Gareth. And 11, 9, 10 and 6 for Warren Huntley. Gator, I'll get your best in the quaddy, please. Uh, my best was Mayfair, uh, Mayfair Spirit on a tough day. Race 6, number 6, uh, best bet quaddy-wise. Let's go 6, 12, 1 and 2. 12, 2 and 10, 4, 5, 3, 11, and 10, 6, 5, 11. 10, 6, 5 and 11. Have your coffee, Gate. I'll catch up with you in about five minutes' time for the Sydney preview. Roger. Warren Huntley, your best in the quaddy, please. Settled on Mankane as my best, Gareth. Race 7, number 2. I thought the 
Each way odds, value race nine, number 11, six by 63. But best race seven, number two, Man Kayan. Quaddy first leg, two, three, five, six and ten. Numbers two, four and six in the second leg. Only numbers four and five in the third leg. Home with numbers three, six, nine, ten and eleven. Beautiful, mate. It's been a pleasure working with you, Warren. Good luck today, and I'm looking forward to listening to you tomorrow morning with Correct Weight. Yeah, thanks, Gareth. It's been a pleasure working with you. The uh, the weekday show in particular has been, uh, been a, a real benchmark that's been set by the station, but the Saturday mornings in particular, being able to work with you and, and Dino and Gator and, and others has just been a, an absolute pleasure. Good luck with uh, your future opportunities. Look forward to seeing how it all evolves. Yeah, good on you, mate. Thank you, Warren. And Dino, your best in a quaddy, mate. Uh, Gareth, the best. I'm waiting till the last. Six by 63. I think he's good odds, and I think he'll get through the ground. It'll be hard to beat. Race nine, number 11. I think the one that's over the odds is race three, number seven, Russo. And the quaddy, first leg, six, three, four, two, and five in that order. Second leg, two, six, and 12. Third leg, four, five, and 11. And the last leg, 11, six, nine, and 10. Dino, thank you very much for everything that you've done uh, for me, mate. Um, you're a superstar. You're a legend of the game. Um, you're advised whenever you need it. You're always there um, as a friend, but more importantly, yeah, you're, you're a great mate. And um, you're the heart and soul of this place, Dino. Everyone listens to you on a Saturday morning for your tips, and it's just been an honour to work with you, mate. And you, Gareth. It's been uh, a lot of fun uh, through the Saturday mornings and through uh, when we worked with uh, Hamish as well on the Friday yeah. mornings. That was a great deal of fun for the last couple of years. So, uh, yeah, it's been uh, terrific working with you, Gareth. I've been very nice over the last few minutes. I've got to leave you with something. Good luck on the live tour. Yeah. <laughs>